It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Net Income helps you get the most revenue using various streams of income. More money, more money, more money. Now, join your host as we bring on the blank, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, what is up, everybody? Today is Tuesday, July 3rd. I'm your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, also known as Shoe Money, and with me today is Neil Patel. How Neil. are you? Well, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Man, actually, I'm I'm kind of worn out. We got. Are you going to this affiliate summit? No, I'm not going to that conference. The last, I only went to one affiliate summit, and that was in Vegas. I think with you. Yeah, and I don't even know. I mean, did you did you guys even go to the conference, or were you guys just there the like the night before? <laughs> no, we only stopped there for one night because you know how you're like, hey, come down. So we only went there for yeah. Sunday, and then I left back home on Sunday as well. So I didn't even go to any sessions or anything like that. Yeah. So today we're just going to talk a little bit about conferences and forums and social media and all that good stuff. So um, I know. Neil, you've been to the SESs. I think you've been to the PubCons. Yep. The Aztecs, uh, AMAs, Web 2.0 Expos, and a lot, just a lot of conferences. Probably not yeah, as many as you, but a lot. No, and I think I think that we we kind of have each been to a lot. I think you've been to more conferences. I mean, like I went to eBay Live and DevCon, but um, I think for the most part. The industry conferences. I mean, that was an auction ads thing, obviously. Um, but but people that are listening to make money online and do search and all that stuff. I mean, most of the conferences. Like, have you ever been to an ad tech? I have. I was there at San Francisco. You were there too. <laughs> you know, I was. I never made it to the conference. I, I mean, I was there for three hours. I did my little booth babe competition, and which was kind of funny because I was just sitting there talking with people from Azugul. And looking around, I was like, oh, my gosh, all these people have beautiful people manning their booths. And and the, one of the Azugal people said, who probably wouldn't like if I mentioned her name, but she just said, you know, you should have a booth babe competition. That would probably be awesome link bait. And I was like, you're right. So she went around and took pictures of me with all <laughs> the girls that you saw. And some people got nice. upset by that, but... But it was weird because none of the participants got upset, except for one. One girl asked I take her picture down, and I did. So, and I explained to him beforehand what was going on. So, I don't oh, yeah. know. Whatever. No one got upset. The only thing that I saw, and I think you saw this too, some guy online. He was like, "I don't want my kids seeing this kind of stuff. You know, I don't want their dad to think that hey, I'm going to conferences that, you know, treat females like this and all this type of stupid yeah. crap." And that. I know who you're talking about, and that guy, I think his name is Sam something, and that guy, um, I mean, he, I, I said, I commented on his thing, and I just said, you know, you should, you should um, ask your wife if you can have your balls back or something like, <laughs> like that, and he, he was like, oh, you stay classy or something, but I was like, whatever, I mean, because, you know, the, the bottom line is, I mean, are you not going to tell your kid how the world works, I mean... No, that, my whole what I reported is what was going on. You're worried on. about this. You should be worried about your kids looking at porn or crime or all this kind of more important stuff in life than just like, hey, people looking, you know, taking pictures of booth babes. It's going to keep on going on whether you like it or, or whether he likes it or not. 
people are still going to do it. And you know what? Probably in the next few years, more and more people are going to do it. So, yeah, it was it was kind of funny because he was he was mostly saying that he's he's always trying to justify what he does for a living, being an affiliate marketer, and for somebody to post that things like that go on. You know, it was it was just kind of, uh, and I was like, wow. You know, the the bad part of this industry is people that are committing fraud, and you know, and companies that are committing fraud, and people that are doing click fraud, and you know, and all this crap. And I'm like, you know, it, that's the scum of the industry. So I don't know, whatever. I mean, I I don't know if he's inexperienced or he seemed like he's been doing it a lot longer than I have, but it seemed like he was inexperienced as far as how the world works, but. I don't know, whatever. I talked to, I mean, Sean Collins asked if I would come on a radio show with him and hash it out, but I, I didn't really see a point doing that because, it, I mean, it was, I just thought the guy was stupid, to be honest. I don't think he really had a point, and uh, that was that. So, anyway, I other things. a comment saying, um, like, hey, dude, can you ask your wife if you can have your balls back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. I don't know. He was, I, I mean, I, I try not to take myself too seriously, and I don't know, he got really kind of upset by the whole post and everything. And I, I, Originally, I just thought he was somebody who was just trying to get uh, attention and, you know, link bait and stuff, and that's cool. I respect that. But, you know, I mean, I'm not going to do it. I mean, I'm not going to fall for it. You know, it just, and then he was, and then he tried saying that that wasn't what he was doing, but whatever. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, it's it's uh it's kind of funny. So basically I, what, I always get asked like about which conferences are about what. And I thought maybe we could cover some of that today. And you know, I I think that maybe we could talk about SES first. And my take on search engine strategies conferences is that you know, they're they're really good for your white hat corporate uh you know, people that want to understand how SEO works, and and I think that I mean that's pretty much the crowd I think that should go is is companies that want to know more about SEO or social media or stuff like that. They're white hat, you know they they're not interested in you know they want to know what Google wants them to do, and I think I think that SESs are are kind of that kind of conference. What do what do you think? Kind of the the high points of SESs. I agree with you on that. Um... I love SES because it's great for networking and it's fun and it's. I, I see more of the corporate environment. If you're just looking to get your feet wet into the SEO industry, they're great. If you're looking for really advanced stuff, yeah, they may have a few sessions on that, but it's mainly for beginners, from what I see. I could be a bit off because I really don't go to any of the sessions. Um, I don't know. Do you right. go to any of the sessions? Or you know, you know, just three years ago when I first started, I went to every session of every conference and. And that really, I took you know the most we had ever made was I think about thirty or forty thousand a month in AdSense, and the second month um, after going to maybe it was well basically after going to SES San Jose, which was the first conference I ever went to, I went to every session. I took actually I took Susan with me, who was my business manager slash personal assistant slash accountant slash mother in law, and. We went to, and I sent her on the on the kind of the easy track, like explaining everything, and I went to the more advanced track. And I mean, it's the first time I I went to a session, and there was Greg Bozer, Jason Calacanis, um, Jennifer Slag, Todd uh, Friesen, all on one panel about contextual advertising, and it was so amazing 
to to listen to these guys and I mean I just afterwards I went up and I talked to Jason Calcanis and I never had heard of the guy before then and I just said to him and he and I said you know I really because he was so cocky and actually I'll just take you through the in the session um, they were somebody in the audience actually said to him you know or you know you're kind of you, you're disclosing all these figures and all these things that Google says not to do, and you're doing all this interlinking of sites and you know all this stuff that AdSense says you can't do and other stuff. And he said he said that he makes ads. I mean, this is an actual quote which you can find on David. David Naylor was on that panel too, and 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 Jason Calcanis said, and this is when he was at Weblog Zinx. He said, "We make Google too much money that they would never ban us for anything." And and it was everybody was just like, wow, how cocky is that? Because people from Google were sitting on that panel as well. Nice. <laughs> so, and they didn't say anything to contradict him. And I was just like, I like this guy. I mean, I know you and Calcanis have have rambled a little bit and stuff like that. And I, no, and I have with I, him I, I a little bit as well. Him, so I know people hate him. Bottom line is, he's all about business and money, and I'm all about business and money at the end of the day. And we both think alike, so it's it works right. out. So yeah, so after the thing, the panel. I walked up to him and I said, you know, I really appreciate your openness, blunt cockiness. And, you know, I mean, because that's ballsy to just be yourself and be out there. And, and, he was, and he said, oh, cool, what do you do? And I said, well, I work in the, in the mobile industry. And he's like, wow, that's a hard, hard industry to get into unless you're selling ringtones, which was kind of funny because ringtones had just begun and I had just launched what was one of the bigger, and at that time I was ranked number one on Google for ringtones and killing it SEO-wise, and I didn't really understand why, so that's why I started going to these search engine conferences. So anyway, so that was my first ever uh, thing I went to, my first session I went to, and, and I was just in awe of like Greg Bozer and Jen Slag and all these people, and I was like, man, how awesome are they? And so... It's just weird that, you know, that, that's also when I started my blog um, was because of, of actually of that first SES. About a month later, I started ShoeMoney.com. It was actually started under the domain GoogleNinja.com, and then um, somebody said to me, you know, you might want to change domains in case Google gets pissy, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So then I just switched it to ShoeMoney.com, which I had actually back-ordered, and then one day I got a, a notice from GoDaddy, that the domain that I had acquired it. So I was like, nice, you know, you never think. I've done that so many times, and it just worked for that one. Yeah, because all so the ones I've done, they've always failed. Yeah, but. so that was the first one I ever back-ordered, and I did it, like, in 19, by 99 or so. I actually back-ordered it, and I just, every year I got a notice, oh, it's been renewed, it's been renewed. And that year, it was just all, like, fate. Nice. So... So yeah, that was my first experience in SES, and and after that, of course, if you look at the the actual check on my website, which is has the most traffic of like anything I've ever done, um, that that check was actually issued to me that that next month after that. So we, that was quite a jump in income, you know, oh. just from the tips and stuff I picked up. That's actually it pretty was hard. More, so the yeah, conference actually helped you make more money. Oh God, yeah. That's pretty yeah, I mean, hot. So I, I don't. So I feel that a lot of people um, probably have similar experiences. Obviously, they don't make that much money off of the conference, but I think a lot of people learn stuff. I personally, when I went to a few of the sessions or when I first started going, I didn't really learn much, um, especially at SESs, which is 
why I stopped attending the sessions. But I was a bit biased because I think uh, I was actually was not a speaker one of the first times. But it's I could have gone to the wrong panel, such as with you. I think you went to a panel with killer speakers, which is why you learned a lot. And I thought that probably the panels I went to probably didn't have the right speakers for me. So I didn't really benefit from it. But I think that's one of the key things when going to these conferences. You have to pick panels that relate to you or that you feel can really benefit you. And not just the topic of the panel, but also the speakers and just the past and what they can actually provide in value to you. Yeah, definitely. And, And just, you know, my first, so that was my first SES experience. The second conference I went to would have been a few months later, and it would have been uh, PubCon, and that was in Las Vegas. Um, I had a little bit more experience. I still didn't know, you know, anyone in the industry, really. I really kind of stayed low-key. I had my little shoe money blog, but I was talking smack on digital point forums, you know, and <laughs> like, I, like I knew what I was talking about. And I, I had never published, like, any anything that I had ever made any money or anything. I just had my opinions and experiences on shoemoney.com. Well, then, you know, so I went to PubCon, and I, I went with a, a guy who had, a, like, a PR8 site um, named Stuart McHenry who, who owned SiteSift directory, which was, like, a PR8 directory at the time, and another guy who does, like, real estate leads online, and we and so we went there. We had a good time at PubCon, and and I really now PubCon for me was more the first time I was kind of exposed to Black Hat and um, the gray areas online. So, you know, we we sat in this room and we listened to Chris Ramonde talk about how well this isn't really Black Hat, but he talked about how you know there's all these domains that are expired that have links from government military and edu sites and why they're worth you know a lot of money and blah 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 well you know two months later i started i basically you know everybody didn't really take him seriously well i did and when i got home i started checking for these and basically just built a spider which then dilsmack built into like a massive multi-threaded i mean we had several machines just scanning for these domains we'd register them they would rank right away and we killed it, I mean, off of this one little tip that we got from there. And also with PubCon, people were talking about their porn sites, their <laughs> Viagra sites, you know, like their their black hat cloaking stuff. And, I mean, everybody was so open, and I was just like, wow, and you don't get banned from Google for that? And people were like, not if you're careful. And <clears throat> I was just amazed at how much money people were making in the gray area. And that that really, really opened my eyes. So that was kind of my PubCon experience, and I'm not saying PubCon is, is evil or anything like that. It was it was really another great experience. It's just a different experience for me. And um, I don't know, what's, what's your experience from PubCon? PubCon is, I think it's somewhat similar to SES, but in my aspect of PubCon, it's a bit more uh, laid back and chill, like more webmasters. I think there's, I feel there's less corporate people there. It could just be because in general it's smaller. But, I don't know, yeah. it's just more fun, more kickback, laid. The sessions provide value just like SES is. Um, but it's, you know, I don't have too much experience with PubCon. I've only been to, I think, two or one. So it's, yeah, I haven't been to too many PubCons other than, I think last year Vegas was my first PubCon. Yeah, I went to, I've been to three now. So it's I went to Vegas the last two years and um, I guess two or three years, however it works out. 
and then uh, the Boston one, which was a complete ghost town. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was I actually wrote that thread and pissed a bunch of Webmaster World people off. But, you know, the, the one thing about the PubCon is a lot of it speakers are Webmaster World moderators, and a lot of them have probably going to piss a lot of them off, but a lot of them have big egos because they've been doing it forever, and they all expect you to worship them. And I don't know. I, I'm i not really I, – I mean, I don't want to, like – I mean, a lot of them are very cool people. And not, not all of them are like that. Definitely not all of them. Like, you know, Todd Malico, there's several. Um, there's a guy who's a lawyer, Jeff Liebert, who's – I'm always impressed by talking with that guy. That guy freaking knows his stuff. And I love talking with him. I don't get as many chances. I really look forward to PubCon this year, which we'll get, there's an issue with that, though. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of those guys. But some of them that are on panels and stuff, I think they, they did know what they were talking about, like, years ago. And now they just teach and, you know, moderate forums and do stuff like that. And they don't really – they're not still in the game. So that's, like, one. I mean, like, a lot of them are Threadwatch people and, you know, they – they just—they really don't like the new school, like me or Neil, probably too much. But and my whole thing is just like with a lot of these speakers, it's—I really don't care for the people that—and this may also offend people—but I really don't care to listen to the people that are just out there in the forums and they're giving advice. I love those people, you know. Granted, they're great, but what I really like are people who are actually doing stuff and then they start talking about it. You know, whether it's through the forums or speaking, but I actually like people who do instead of just talk and never actually do it for their own sites or anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I totally agree. I I I much rather. That's why I like to read blogs like Jason Calacanis. I mean, people can think whatever they want. A dude freaking does it. Exactly. And, I mean, everybody has an opinion of him. Whatever. I mean, dude does it. And also, David Naylor. Love reading his blog. Dude's been there, done that, still doing it. And you know, those guys. I just I love reading their blogs when when those people actually do it. Those people that are bloggers and they get invited to all these. Things and they have NDAs with all these companies that they can't ever write anything negative about. I don't, you know, I don't. I kind of take their opinions on things a lot with a grain of salt. Exactly, but, um, I'm the same way. So, because like people like Dave Naylor, I think that guy knows so much and provides so much value. When he speaks, is really well worth listening to. Not just because he's speaking, or you know, he may participate on blogs, forums, or whatnot, but he knows it from experience, and that's why I actually think he provides value. Yeah, and and. I'll tell you what, if you, if you can get in, you find out where that guy's drinking at, because most people <laughs> will be around him anyway. And, I mean, you're going to have a great conversation, guaranteed, about anything that you're doing. He'll be able to give you advice. So, uh, with that, we should take our first commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to cover Affiliate Summit, Ad Tech, and uh, some of the other conferences that we've been to. So, let's go ahead and take our first break. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch. SearchMedia.com today. 
A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Best of the web. The internet's oldest directory. EOTW.org since 1994. Our editors scour the web finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No kidding. And don't forget the best of the web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions. 25% recurring commission on all products and services. Bloggers, make sure to check out the BOTW blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web. Radio residents. Hi, this is Mark with webmasterradio.fm. I'm calling to talk to you about affiliate marketing. Because the way they are nowadays, you can't hear the words well enough to understand that what you would have heard is something you wouldn't have understood anyway. I agree. That's why on Wednesdays at 12 noon Eastern, we bring you Affiliate Thing, the grooviest affiliate marketing radio show on the web. Wow! Boy, groovy. Wow. Far out. Wait a minute. Who else is on this line? Jan Brady. Hi, Jan. For saying too bad, she's a loser. A loser? Yeah. That's exactly what I am, a born loser. Oh, well, don't say that. You've got to have confidence in yourself. I do have confidence. I'm confident that I'm a no-talent loser. Well, if you want to build your confidence, then log on to Webmaster Radio. FM every Wednesday at noon for Affiliate Thing with Sean Collins and Lisa Piccarelli. And you'll be as smart as your sister, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha! I hope you've learned something from all of this. Yes, that Webmaster Radio is the destination for education and entertainment. You are the grooviest. Wow, you can ride my range anytime. Um, uh, no thanks. Uh, I really gotta go now. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. Webmasterradio.fm We're everywhere. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on Webmasterradio.fm Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jerry Shoemaker. All right, everybody. Welcome back. So we were talking uh, SES. Just doing a little conference recap. Um, basically, we kind of talked about, and I think we both agreed, SES, the search engine strategies conferences were pretty much geared for the corporate white hat, wants to learn how search engines want you to do everything, wants to obey all the rules. Um, I covered PubCon a little bit. Basically, I uh, said it was kind of my first exposure to, like, how things really work. And, you know, and kind of like, yeah, that's what Google wants you to do, but, you know, here's what other people are doing. And, you know, it's kind of really opened my eyes. It's a lot of what David Naylor talks about a lot of times and and the other people that are really doing it. So I kind of want to jump into Affiliate Summit is another conference. And, and, you know, my I've only been to one Affiliate Summit, and that was in Las Vegas. And this Saturday I'm leaving for Miami. Um, But... That was a whole new experience for me, and that, you know, it was really 
the first where it was completely really had nothing to do with search engine optimization. I mean, like there was a few things, but for the most part, it was a totally different crowd. We didn't see any hardly SEO people there. And so how, how was it different? Because like I was, that was my same or first affiliate summit, but I wasn't there too long. So you mind explaining yeah. going into how yeah, it sure. was you or know, your true experience I mean, from it? Yeah, I mean, first of all, let's just cover the exhibit hall. You know, before we get into any sessions, you know, the exhibit hall was pretty much about seventy percent affiliate companies, and those affiliate companies, I mean, were it was. It was pretty amazing. I mean, like, I'd, I'd never had seen a lot of them represented anywhere else ever, especially not at any search conferences. And there was, like, no, you know, like, Google wasn't there, Microsoft wasn't there. None of your, your regular search engine players were there. Um, like, uh, I think that Findology was there. A lot of pay-per-click, like, really third-party pay-per-click engines. AdBright was there, you know, stuff like that. But the bigger the bigger search engines were not present. Um as I say that, I'm just—I'm sure Sean Collins will correct me because <laughs> I'm sure he'll listen to the show. So, Sean, if I, if I say anything wrong, let me know and I'll correct it. Um, now, the—the the, but what was very cool was like uh, you know it was more really geared toward the affiliate companies, which makes perfect sense because the affiliate summit and really you got a lot of FaceTime with—I mean, like Pepper Jam was there, you know, and Pepper Jam. I don't think they set up their booth really anywhere. I don't think they set it up hardly anywhere else other than the affiliate summit, and they just they just get so much a return for that, and they bring like five or six people or more. I think I think they had they had brought like had five ten girls, girls and like four guys I think to the affiliate summit in Vegas, and uh, I mean their booth was huge. They had a great spot, and it was packed with people. and And I've never seen an ex- an exhibit hall more packed than the affiliate summit. I mean, it's, I mean, you could not, I actually had to do a panel. I was speaking on a panel and I, I was almost late because I couldn't get from one end to the other in 15 minutes. And I was just, I mean, it's just a sea of people. Whoa. So it was, go ahead. No, that was pretty crazy. And the way I saw with um, the affiliate summit, it was actually some of the, or it was actually my favorite exhibit hall compared to any conference I've ever been to. And the only reason I actually liked the affiliate summit was they actually had some pretty cool stuff that was actually useful when they gave away. Like there was this design company that was giving away monitor cleaners, right? It sounds stupid, but who wouldn't need a monitor cleaner, especially for the laptop? Because it always gets dusty when you're traveling. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, and another thing I thought was super cool about the affiliate summit was the company parties, whereas, you know, SESs and other stuff, they're very, very, very limited, like who can go. I mean, I was never invited until the last year or so, until I, you know, got in the cool club, I guess, or whatever. But, um, I mean, at Affiliate Summit, I mean, I'm basically a nobody at the Affiliate Summit in the affiliate world. And, you know, I don't know if, if I'm anybody anywhere else, but, but basically – you know, with the affiliate summit, I'm definitely wasn't known by anybody, and I went to the coolest parties. I mean, like there was just the thing was is just picking which you know freaking party to go to. There was a you know Copiac affiliate company and the Wicked Fire Forum sponsored a party at Carmel, which was off the hook. And then you had um, let's see, you had uh, the second night you had Jamster and I'm trying to think of the other company. Uh, Xanox, which looks like Xanax, 
but Z A N O X, who is like an international paperclip company, they rented the real world suite. So nice. we got to go up there, yeah, and chilled in the real world suite. And then after that, they also took care of you. Like we got up to Ghost Bar, I got our own private table and bottle service. It was awesome. And we never got charged for that. I mean, like, I saw the bill. I gave them my Amex card, and they took care of it. So, I mean, I know it was, like, 12 or 1,300 bucks. So, I mean, that was pretty awesome. And, I mean, like, we had, I think we had Best of Web Guys with us. Pepper Jam people was there. And Dill Smack was with me. And it it was fun. I mean, the parties were fun. The exhibit hall was awesome. Now, the sessions, the sessions were super cool. Um, I mean, here you have, there's not a better case for people that are actually doing stuff than the Affiliate Summit conference speakers. I mean, everybody that's up there talking, I mean, Sean Collins, the guy who runs the Affiliate Summit, is an affiliate himself, right? Got it. So So no one's really a company trying to speak. It's more so as in people who are actually doing it themselves and practicing it, speaking. Am I correct? Right. Exactly correct. And, I mean, he doesn't have people speak or ask people to speak who, you know, are just, who just, like, write about stuff. He wants people, you know, that know what they're talking about and stuff like that. And so, I mean, the speakers are, are really good. I mean, you can just watch the videos on, there are a lot of them are on Google Video, and you can find them on Sean Cohen's blog. I mean, the people speaking, it's great stuff. And he videotapes all the sessions, too, which is very, very cool, um, and, and then puts kind of, like, the key parts up on, on Google Video and, and stuff like that. So... You know, I mean, I think I think that the Philly Summit, you know, which is kind of weird because I and I don't know Brett Tapke's past, um, but I mean, like Danny, who runs, you know, the the SESs and stuff. You know, he's he's always been, you know, I think he was a CNN reporter about like Google and stuff like that, and then started working for Incisive and stuff like that. And I don't know that he practices SEO too much, whereas you know, with the Affiliate Summit, it's kind of the one conference where the guy who's running the whole thing does it i mean like he's in a, he's like we actually i actually talked to him about the elite retreat one time and he was like do you have an affiliate program because i'll i'll push it and, and be an affiliate i mean it was just like man the guy is is an affiliate you know and he has the affiliate summit and that's that's very very cool and it just trickles down from there because everybody that's a part of it is doing it there's nobody there who's just a big blogger staff writer you know i mean the guy who has fat wallet you know speaks there the guy who runs slick deals all these major websites that are huge affiliates you know, we're there and, and speaking. So I really like the affiliate summit. Nice. So they actually don't bring in people with big names. Their overall end game is they're only going to bring in someone if they have true experience speaking in the field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean to be honest, I didn't see very many people on the, in the speakers that I even recognized. But I recognized their sites. And, um, you know, like the guy who runs Fat Wallet, I had no idea who he was until he started talking about his Fat Wallet site. And I was like, oh, wow. That's awesome. I mean, that's one of the best, you know, deal sites out there. Even so Slick Deals, was, I never thought cool. that Slick Deals as an affiliate site. Like, I use it, it is, but yeah. I don't think of it as an affiliate site or even with the brand flip name or your, person. So. Flip on your live headers. And you download, if you guys don't have Firefox's extension called Live Headers, it's a, it's a add-on for Firefox, Not, a, I guess it's an extension, plug-in, whatever. It actually allows you to follow the because I'm always like I'm always curious to how companies make money and I follow their links and you can see the the pattern there you know with with slick deals how they're they're using every all the affiliate companies because a lot of times I didn't even know you know these companies had affiliate programs that they're linking to but yeah yeah no so, it's pretty hot 
Yeah, pretty awesome. All right, so that's Affiliate Summit. Definitely, I would say the best parties of any conference was the Affiliate Summit. Now, the, the SESs have changed a lot. They used When I first went in San Jose, my first one, even though I didn't go to private parties, I went to just the regular anybody's invited parties off the hook. The Google Dance is always awesome. And then they used to have other ones where the last couple times there's just been the Google Dance and nothing else for regular people. Now there's private parties, you know, that I got invited to now, but back then, you know, there there wasn't those. Or I guess there was, but, you know. So anyway, uh, um, Affiliate Summit, definitely a great experience for for the people that go. I think... If you're into affiliate marketing, that is a conference for you. Um, you have a rough right, size so of how many attendees actually attend an affiliate summit compared to SES? Because, like, SES New York, there may be, you know, 5,000 people there. Is affiliate summit more smaller and personal, or...? Yeah. You know, it, it, the thing is, is they, they limit the amount, because uh, it's in a, a little bit smaller hotel, um, well, just, I guess it just depends, but because Affiliate Summit's only twice a year. It's just, south, it's just uh, west and east. Now, Affiliate Summit West sold out about a month before it, take, it, it took place, so they couldn't sell any more tickets. And I don't know how many people there were there, but I'm telling you, it was so packed. I mean, the, like I say, the Expo Hall was just a sea of people every time. And then uh, that was when I hired Nicole, who Neil interviewed her as well. And so, yeah, it's a funny story. But I've I actually been telling people that. So I hired this Hooters girl to hand out shirts at affiliates. I, I, I thought and she was a programmer. On the blog, I actually said she was like the new SEO person and stuff. But and she wasn't. She worked at Hooters, and she went back to Hooters when she got back. So, yeah, basically right. I took a Hooters girl to hand out T-shirts at Affiliate Summit. And right. um, the cat's out of the bag. So so that was that was kind of funny. But Neil, actually, when he was here from Nebraska, or when he was here, came to Nebraska at the Shoe Money Plex, and we, we actually went up to Omaha and ate at Hooters. And, we, and it was, I don't know if Neil came up with the idea, but I think it just kind of hit us, like, we should hire a Hooters person because booth days to hand out shirts were like 2000 bucks a day. And I was like, man, forget that. So I hired a Hooters girl, paid her expenses, gave her like 500 bucks, cost me less than like $900 altogether, including paying for her hotel room paying for her flight. So, no, that, that was, was, that like, was all you did. I, my only job was to convince uh, <laughs> yeah, the missus. Yeah, my wife who doesn't listen to the show. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so she's upstairs right now, but that's good. All right, so um, the next conference would probably be AdTech, which, um, you know, i I, I got to be honest, I didn't go to any sessions, um, and I wasn't that impressed with looking at the speaker lineup. Um for ad tech. It looked very corporate, like it was going to be a lot of... I heard from people that did go that it was a lot of sales pitches. Now, I was there. I only spent time at, at the actual expo hall, and it was only one day that I could spend... Actually, I was there two days, but it was... We, I spent most of the time there at eBay because it was right when we were like a month into auction ads, and we were working really close with eBay and a lot of things. So I had a lot of meetings out there at eBay. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to spend much time at, at ad tech and from people that did go to the sessions they did say that it was a lot of sales pitches um and and i gotta tell you from a conference perspective not real big on that um you know i want i want to learn something if i'm going to pay a thousand bucks or fifteen hundred bucks to go to a conference and for the and i recently 
did a big post about the value of conferences. And, you know, one of my things was I was like, man, we've spent like 25 grand in conference passes. Whoa. A year? You know, I'm totally serious. I mean, like me and Dillsmack have always paid for our conference. Like at PubCon, we've always paid for our passes. At, you know, at FESs, we've always paid for our passes until this last New York was the first time I spoke. And if you've pressed, dude, it's free everywhere. Well, I didn't know that. So, and we were, we've always, I mean, honestly, I've always gotten a value out of going to the sessions. So I've always, I always purchased a free, a full conference pass at all these places. And yeah, I mean, and I've always paid full for two full conference passes at all the pub cons. Um, I want to say I've spoken at, I know I've spoken at two SESs. So I, I spoke at the New York one. Where was the one in December? Chicago. Chicago. Okay. So I started speaking in December in Chicago and New York. So I haven't, I didn't pay for those two passes. Um, but otherwise, I've always paid for, for passes at every conference I've ever gone to. Uh, I didn't pay for a full conference pass at AdTech uh, because with auction ads, MediaWiz there had a, a booth, like the biggest booth possible, and they, they got me a free pass because nice. they had like so many free passes. So, you know, I probably won't pay for too many. Like like a f- affiliate summit, I'm not paying because I'm speaking. So, yeah. you know, it's pretty cool. Are you speaking at PubCon, or are you going to SES in December? You know, um, there was a little rift with, like, me and Brett Tabke, and, 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 like, we've talked, like, at several conferences and stuff, and he's, he seems to be a pretty cool guy, you know, but for whatever reason, I'm never asked to speak at PubCon. So, whatever, you know, I don't know. I mean, one time I made a post saying that Brett Tapke hated me, and then he came <laughs> up to me and said, no way, you know, blah, blah. And so, you know, just it just never just never panned out at PubCon. And to be honest, I mean, I don't know, you know. I, I when The PubCons are in Las Vegas, right? So when I'm in Las Vegas, man, I'm not real big on going to sessions, and I don't know if I'd be a really good speaker. So not worst fun case, time. But. I'm guessing you're going to PubCon, right, compared to Chicago? No, you know, I'm I'm really torn about that, and that's what I wanted to get to was, so anyway, just to wrap up ad tech, um, see, I mean, like, I saw a bunch of VC companies. I actually met with two different ringtone companies who wanted me, like, to do some small consulting for them. Um, it was a really good place to make contacts as far as venture capitalists go and as far as businesses go. There was a ton of business, like business people, not actually affiliates and SEO people. And I mean, there were just, everybody there was working for a company or was representing a company. I mean, it was, it was like all business and not, not the corporate kind of like, like SES is more either corporate people or it's search engine people. You know, PubCon is a mix of affiliate search and, and, you know, and some black hat people and porn people and stuff like that. And then, you know, you're, Affiliate Summit is a lot of just freaking affiliates, man. All affiliate marketing and how that goes and funnels and a lot of mail talk, you know, about how to make money from mailings and monetize your list. And then ad tech seemed to me to be more about venture capital, you know, a lot of new stars. There were so many. There was a company there called, like, Affiliate Soup. I never heard of them. I mean, like, there's all these affiliate companies I never heard of in my life. So, I mean, ad tech was kind of that place. It was just different. And, and, um, and I think that's next the difference ad tech, between... I really hope to go to some sessions and, and actually be able to give a better report. But And I think with ad tech, you and I, we're a bit... Di- or 
we're kind of very similar because the conferences we go to, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, we do go to, you know, maybe learn something or whatnot, but most of the time we're going there to hang out with people we know or have fun, right? It's You know, that's the point I'm at now. Is where yeah, is our, that's what I do when I go to the conferences. I don't really go there to learn. So it's like the ad techs, uh, it's, if we know people there, it's great to have fun and hang out, but it's the SESs, the pub cons, they're fun for us because we just chill and hang out. And, you know, when you're in Vegas, yeah. it's always fun. So Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the value of a conference when I always paid, I really got a lot of, I went to all the sessions, got a lot out of it. And now I'll still go to, I go over that thing. You know, I, I always go over the, the uh, the whole little cheat sheet thing, and and I more go for the speakers than the panels. Like, I I don't care what Dave Naylor talks about; it's good. And so I go see that Greg Bozer. I love hearing him speak. I love I love listening to the guys that aren't afraid to drop the f bomb <laughs> or tell it like it is. You know, they just are honest. Neil, you do a great job. You know, Rand Fishkin does a good job. Um, Chris Jones usually will call out, you know, search engines and bring attention to, to items that a lot of peop- other people might be scared to. Um, you know, those kinds of people that just aren't, that are, that are just going to speak their mind on stuff. You know, I'd like, I love the, uh, you know, I'd like listening to Matt Cutts a lot. I usually go to his sessions. Um, you know, any of, the, any of the time that, like, when Vanessa spoke, I'd like to go to those. And no matter where they're at, I usually try to get up for those, even if I go back to bed later. When Cal Canis did the keynote, um, at uh, in December, SES Chicago, I think it was. I went to that. I thought it was phenomenal. You know, everybody, it's funny to watch the blogosphere report on what he said versus, like, how he said it when he said SEO is bullshit. I mean, I didn't get the vibe like he was trying to insult every SEO person, but whatever, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, we were, we were just talking, you know, a lot about the different, uh, just different fields and stuff. I don't know, what's your, what's your take on that. I mean, like like you said, though, the uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there for a second. The uh, I go now, like for you guys, for like you and Cameron and um, He Man when he's there. Um, can I say He Man on the air? I don't know. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, and uh, the other guy, I forget his name. Uh, the guy you tried to give him a piece of gum to. Oh, uh, I met, you know, I met in Las Vegas. I don't know, taller guy. Half cut. Anil, Anil is that his name? Yeah, we just call them half cut, half German, half Indian. Half cut, okay. There you go. So, it's not confusing at all. You got Neil and Anil. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So then, yeah, I mean, it's in the best of web guys, freaking premium. I hope they're going to Miami. Um, I haven't talked to them yet, but I don't know if, if they're, they are. If they're, they're not going. I'm gonna they're going to hosting con for sure. Where's that at? Hosting con is Chicago. It's around the 25th. So, yeah. I don't know. It should be pretty fun, but. It's the hosting industry. I don't think it's going to be that fun, but I'll give it a go. Yeah, you know, I, w- I should go to that because the auction ads, be, you know, we're trying to make all these partnerships, but i got to be honest. We, we, I mean, like, we're, we're just growing so freaking fast that it, we're just, and it's me and Dave still that's only doing it. So it's like, at this point, we're kind of like, yeah, we, we, we took away all of our advertising, all that stuff. I mean, we're just, we're just, you know, we're adding more hardware all the time and looking at hiring people, and it's good. I mean, it's really good. We've expanded, you know, so much stuff. We're up to twenty, almost twenty-two thousand publishers now. On That's over a lot 8, of publishers, twenty-two thousand. Yeah, yeah, in, in four months. So it'll be four months on the sixth of July. So 
you know, in three days. Whoa. So, yeah, pretty crazy that, you know, we're able to build an ad network, generate, you know, you know, approaching a million dollars a month in total revenue, and, you know, it's fourth month in. So it's... I heard some people are having really good luck with auction ads and using, um, is it eBay Pulse? <laughs> you just go see what's hot and then you plug it out into your website. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, um, the people that do the best have really niche content, you know, like, like they have like a, a deal site, for instance, or a coupon site or a review site. And, I mean, those people that have really niche content, you know, focused on, you know, boats or whatever, watches, you know, coins, stamps. Those people do so well. And, and we're just always amazed at, um, you know, really how well they do. I mean, you can just search for auction ads and read, you know, I mean, people are pretty open about what they do. And, and they're pretty open exactly on how much they make AdSense auction ads. You know, it's, you know, it doesn't always make as much as AdSense, and, but some cases it makes a lot more. I mean, it's, it really depends on the blog, and it's pretty interesting to see how people are doing and how they're making money. So I didn't mean to get on auction ads there, but, but yeah, nope. so, so what, you know, the, the other conferences. So you've, now I went to eBay Live, but before talking about that, what are some of the other ones that you've gone to? Let's see. So th- we did SES. Um, I've been to AMA. I've been to that a lot. It's okay, what's, what's AMA? American Marketing Association. Okay. That's, what's that that's, about? It's um, that's really hardcore suits. So you walk in a room and there's probably mainly Fortune 1000 companies, and all you're doing is giving a presentation. So it's like quick one day events. They're all around the you know U.S. and you keep on traveling each month to a different city. And you just pretty much give a speech in front of corporate 1,000 clients and try to lock them in as clients. So it's not as, as fun like a SES or anything like that, but if you're a corporation looking to learn a lot of stuff and get your site reviewed, like say, hey, here's my site, how can I improve it? You'll get spot-on advice and pretty much, you know, it's, everybody's there to potentially find clients or, you know, the, the attendees are pretty much there to find companies to pretty much work with, so... So, and, and didn't you go to a 2.0 conference? Yes, yeah, so I've been to, you know, like Web 2.0 expos, you know, the TechCrunch parties, which are mini conferences. I just did Searchonomics this month, which is kind of like Web 2.0-ish for search. You get, like, all the Web 2.0 guys, like Chris Perillo and stuff like that up there. Um, have you ever been to Gnome Dex? I have not. So he actually yeah, helped that same Perillo's. place. I yeah. talked to him on the phone a little bit about it, and it sounds cool. I might actually, you know, get a speaking gig there. But um, I know that I think Jen Jensen either spoke or was asked to speak at it, and that's how I first heard about it. Um, you know, other – so what do you think of the 2.0 conference, the Web 2.0? 2.0 conferences are pretty cool. They're, you know, pretty large. It's just a lot of people, a lot of startups. It's more of like the San Francisco scene. You're getting tons of new startups and new companies just looking to get advice and, you know, trying to get the company known and become more well-known and stuff. So, Totally. Yeah, that was actually awesome. the funny conference because that was when, um, what was it, uh, Oil Man and uh, Bozer stole Stephen Spencer's slides <laughs> and gave a presentation <laughs> on Stephen Spencer's stuff. <laughs> and Stephen Spencer and who, was in the audience. Who Spencer? Yeah. Who was, was it Tony Spencer or who... 
Stephen Spencer. He um, is oh. with Net Concepts. He runs like a lot of the AMA events and stuff like that. Oh, God, yeah. That's and hilarious. Me personally, I wasn't at the Web 2.0 Expo, like, you know, there that much. It was more like ad tech. I came there just to hang out with people. I didn't really go sessions or anything, so mm-hmm. my experience was probably very limited. Got you. So you, you, we should probably mention Elite Retreat is pretty much dead, probably not going to do it anymore. Um, it was really cool, the first two ones, and the last one just didn't get that many people and not enough to really warrant doing it, so we, we basically just refunded everybody their airfare. And um, I, think, I think that everybody that's doing it is just, we, we just have always had organizational issues, and you know, nobody's ever really stepped up and manned it. So it, it was really cool, the first couple ones, and, and I don't know, it just became, you know, I'm the kind of person where I love starting things, and once they go, I'm just like, oh, I've done it. You know, I just, and that's like my biggest fault. Now, I don't know if that's what happened with the Elite Retreat, but the first two, you know, I mostly had Andrea do everything, and I really wrote her on, on doing a lot of it. And, and, and the third one, we, she didn't come back for that one, and, you know, it just, it just didn't work out. And so, basically, I, I, think, I think we're probably done doing that. I, I don't know. I mean, I know, Neil, you did the San Francisco one. What did you, what'd you think of it? Oh. It was actually really fun. Um, so the thing I actually liked about Elite Retreat is you're actually going there to teach people. So it's like people are actually coming there to learn and actually get your input and, you know, spot on right then and there. They're actually looking to implement, do changes, and figure out how they can make more money. And the best part right. I liked about Elite Retreat was there really wasn't any corporation people or corporate people. It was all just like small guys starting up and making their own money. And it was like amazing to see you know, people coming out of the boonies who are making you know, twenty grand or thirty grand a month, just working out of the bedroom and stuff. So, oh yeah, very cool. And and I mean, like, you know, that's the coolest thing about the Elite Retreat. And I, and I definitely think, I mean, like, people who want to do, I mean, definitely, like, if I had more time, I would so just take it over and, um, you know, run it myself and do it. Um, you know, just just if I had time to do it. But you know, unfortunately just don't have time so basically you know it's just sad because i mean if you read everybody who's ever gone they've had nothing to say about it but excellent things i mean which was it's really impressive to me when i started it or when i talked to lee dot about and we we agreed on how it was going to work and stuff and and i i've kind of said to him i said you know I, i wouldn't tell people this up front but i always feel that if people didn't make their money back within two months you know, the $5,000 that we charged or forty nine ninety five or whatever it was, I was like, you know, I would personally refund them um, oh. rather than... And so, you know, I, I basically made it my job with everybody to, you know, sit down and give them, you know, that what they needed to really take it to the next level. And and I, I like, that was my personal mission. And that's, I mean, I, it was funny because Dill Smack was like, it better not suck because he's got a <laughs> reputation on the line. I'm like, dude, if I have to sleep with these people, I will. So, <laughs> nice. I don't mean that literally, but, but basically I was like, you know, I, I, I can't fail at this, you know. I mean, like, you know, we've been there. We have all these people that have been there and done that who are, try- who are where these people are trying to get. And I'm like, you know, there's, I just don't think it can fail. So, and for the people that went, it didn't fail. It was tremendous success. I mean, I actually, we have an elite retreat mastermind group, which, it's really awesome because I'm actually doing that in an, in an hour, a call which 
with previous attendees and you know weekly we talk about stuff and I can't always attend it but it's but it's really awesome how those people have done and, and how they've evolved. Nice. I've so, actually never attended one of those. I should. They email me and I'm like, set up a date. Let me know which days. And then I'm like, I'll schedule and I'll you know answer whatever questions. But the best yeah. part about Elite Retreat, one of the best parts, there's tons of great moments, was so search engine strategies and PubCon, they're great because you can connect with people. Problem is you can't connect with everybody because there's just way too many people. At Elite Retreat, if right. 20, 30 attendees, you can actually sit down and have dinner with a lot of them and actually get a network with all of them and not just know them by name or what they do, but get to know them on a personal level. And it's when you get to know people on a personal level, you find out so much more about them, and that was just a great thing. So, Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, well, people will come up to me at PubCon or whatever, and, I mean, I'll be half drunk or whatever, <laughs> and they'll, or half, you know, I had like an hour's sleep, and, you know, I've already had a few in me and and people would just be like hey i'm i want to make this site about this and blah 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 what do you think and i mean i'll just be like wow uh let me let me think about that and you know i mean in an hour i'll forget whereas with elite retreat you know you meet one-on-one with these people you find out what they're doing and i mean that's dedicated time that you know you just you sleep on it and the next day i mean that's something i think is my strongest ability is you know seeing angles that others don't and so, I mean, like, at the Elite Retreat, I'd always come back and be like, all right, you, I thought of something for you, you know, and then I would kind of cross them off my list, like, you know, just, I, and I said that of, of, like, a lot of the speakers, I said, you know, we should really, each of us, try to contribute something to everybody. And so, I don't know, I think, I think it was really well done. It's, it's too bad that it didn't work out, and, um, you know, maybe, maybe we can make it work eventually, but um, I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's, it, you know, if, if the price point was just too much or, I mean, all, everybody that went said that if it was more, it was worth it. But, you know, I mean, just to get people to go, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know if we failed marketing-wise because we just, we just didn't get people there. And so, but those that did go, you know, always said it was an amazing experience. So I actually talked to, you know, Danny Sullivan about it and to Chris Perillo, who does his own conference. You know, Danny does his own conference, talked to Sean Collins about it, and they have a few ideas and stuff. Uh, in the end, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I don't have enough time for, you know, just to No, to I, it on. I, I totally like agree with if you. I had it's enough like time, with Danny, I think his succeed, you know, because, one, like you and I, we, we can't put something, you know, on full time. Danny, he's pretty much concentrating on it, and he has, like, event coordinators and all these types of people which make it possible. And that's, like, the same reason why I did my conference with Danny, because I'm like, all right, here he got all the people. All I really had to do is just help with marketing and, you know, the planning and stuff like that. But it's, I think it's, like, Danny uses Karen, or, you know, she works for Search Engine Land, and she's part of the team, and she's great because she's planning everything, making sure the food's all proper and all that kind of stuff, and it's just ready to yeah, go. Yeah, Karen. Yeah. Yeah, I think Karen left, though, didn't she? No, she, she left SES, and now she's with Danny. Oh, Gaia at SMX. Yeah, and that's, that's another conference. I mean, I, ha- I was unfortunately not able to go to the SMX. I heard it was awesome. And, so that, and that kind of leads into what we were talking about earlier about um, basically, you know, this year, and I, I first found this out uh, at, um, what conference was it? It was, uh, I was out at a Microsoft party, and Brett Tabke actually told me and Dave Naylor at the, we were at the same table that, you know, PubCon was going to take place the same days as 
uh, SES Chicago, which is Danny's last um, with with Incisive Media, and they're going to have you know I'm sure there's going to be a lot of send off things there, and so it, that's going to be a really tough one for me to decide. I mean, I love Las Vegas, so I, I love going to Las Vegas anytime. But at the same time, I mean, boy, I'm really I mean you know the PubCon versus SES. So I mean, people wise. I'm, I'm probably in the end going to go where people go. I mean, like, I have a loyalty to Danny also, you know. So, I mean, he, if he asked me to speak and, you know, and which I'm sure he probably will, then, I mean, I'll probably, what are you doing? Um, I'm probably going to go PubCon. Most people are. I'm one of those guys where every year I show up to SES Chicago in the winter, I'm always coming off the plane with a T-shirt, and I probably never bring jackets. So I always freeze my ass off. Yeah. I got big ears, so they really do freeze in the middle of the night, <laughs> especially with us, 4 o'clock in the morning, walking home from the bar drunk and trying to find a way back to the hotel. <laughs> yeah, uh, i got to tell you, it's, it's going to be a tough decision. It uh, is. In the so end. I'm leaning towards PubCon because everybody is saying that, hey, we're going to go PubCon. Um, I'm down to go to SES again. It's pretty much just like you. I'm probably going to go where everybody else is going to go because I can probably speak at PubCon or SES because I, I spoke at both last year just pretty much picking, you know, it's where everybody else is going to go, that's where I'm probably all going to go. And then some of the bigger firms, what they're doing is they're going to PubCon as well as SES at the same time. Wow. Well, you know, uh, the, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough decision for me. Um, and it's, it's something I'm not really going to worry about for a couple months, for a long time, actually, probably till. October, I'll probably make a decision. When when is it? Like this? It's like early December, isn't it? Yeah, it's sometime December. It's not too sure on the exact dates, but it's, we got yeah, plenty so, of time. I'm not even worried about it. I don't know why. I mean, like I I get. I mean, Brett said to us that it was the only time he could get the convention center in uh, Las Vegas. Which I mean, to be honest, I, I I definitely you know I mean a lot of people are going to say no. He wanted to go up against. I I don't think so. No, he didn't want to win. go up against. So. From what I understand yeah. is, like, they try to get other venues and stuff, like the win and or whatnot. It was, like, a mistake on uh, the convention center. Like, they were giving the wrong dates and stuff. But he was pretty much trying to get dates so it wouldn't conflict, and he couldn't find them, so he was trying to go after other venues, like, down at, like, at the win or whatnot. And nothing just worked out. So he's like, all right, these are the only open days, so it's, he had to take it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, it's going to be, like I say, it's going to be difficult for me to uh, to make a decision there. All right, well, I wanted, another thing I wanted to cover a bit was forums. And we talked to conferences for, you know, hopefully people, we help people make a decision if they were leaning to go to one or the other. Um, but, you know, uh, forums, I kind of feel a lot of the same uh, stuff. You know, to be honest, I never was a search engine watch guy. Um the Search Engine Watch forums, I have a lot of people that are moderators there, you know, that are good friends of mine, I respect a lot. I just never dug the forums there. Um, I've, I've always, I started with, with um, a place called, I think it was uh, uh, Morgan Carey site, SEO, what the heck is it called? I can't, I can't believe I forgot it. Anyway, I started there, and it's actually funny. You can actually find a post of mine from, like, 2003, <laughs> first post on there. And, and it uh, it's basically says, um, hey, I'm trying to rank for Nextel ringtones. And it's like, here's my website, nextpimp.com. 
And, you know, like less than seven months after that, I was number one for Nextel ringtones and like about 15 months after that, I was number one for ringtones. And it was really, I mean, I had no clue what I was doing. I just, I just built a site that people thought was good, you know, and they just naturally linked to it. So, um, you know, I really like, I can't believe I forgot that site where I started. Anyway, uh, I'll look up his name real fast because I'm sure I'll find it. Um, and then the the other one that I used to like was SEO Chat, and I've since totally changed my tune on SEO Chat. But I, I haven't been to SEO Chat in a long time. Yeah, I mean, like I I, I basically started after um, man, what, what is that guy? That's gonna bug the crap out of me until I find it. So SEO guy, that's what it's called. SEO guy was the place where I first started, and. Um, so yeah, basically SEO guy was was where I started. There's a there's a you'll find some embarrassing threads by a user named Shoe Money. There that was a long time ago because I remember SEO guy PG and I were the first PRA SEO service sites out there at like a few years ago, and then we, PG and I got banned. His was position one, and I was advantage consulting services dot com. But SEO guy stayed. He didn't get banned like PG and I. He got totally nuked though out of Google. Yeah, now he's screwed, but he lasted for well, I mean, a long yeah. time. Yeah. So, and I and and that was before my time, like with uh, with PG and stuff. I mean, I knew Patrick Gavin from TextLink ads. I never knew he did SEO stuff. You didn't? No. I mean, that was. I mean, I'm pretty new to the industry. Yeah, he started off with position one. Yeah, I don't know how much I should go into it, but yeah. Yeah. So he started <laughs> off with other sites, and then yeah, it was just pretty much SEO sites, and then he sooner and then or later. He, and they started the Friend Finder site. And you do Friend Finder? I'm just joking. <laughs> like, I didn't know about that, but you never yeah, know. You're PG. like, what? Yeah, no, PG is money. I mean, like, like I always talk about, there's about a handful of people that I, like, are super high integrity. I mean, uh, PG was a freaking critical part to auction ads, and... I mean, we had that deal on a handshake for a long time until his parent company, like, we basically got hammered out of contract. But, man, that guy is full of integrity, um, Patrick Gavin, and, and, you know, like the, the best of web guys and, and all that stuff. So, so Digital Point Forums is kind of where I found my home. I'm a moderator there now, just in the affiliate section. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, as far as forms go, I, I've never been a big Webmaster World guy. I mean, they, I know they have a huge loyal following. Don't you have to pay to be in Webmaster World? What's that? Don't you have to pay to be in Webmaster World? You know, I don't. The thing that always pissed me off about Webmaster World is you do have to pay, and then I did pay, and I never really used it, and then my thing expired, and I was like, well, you know, I mean, like every once in a blue moon, there's something there that I want to read that. You know, they bait you in to reading, you know, because it's like you go there and, and then it looks, you know, in the organic results, it shows you the thing, but when you go there, it makes you sign up to read it. I don't know if they still do that because I know Cuts warned them about that, but whatever. The, um, you know, I know that uh, one thing I wanted to say, here's what one thing I wanted to get to was I had notes that I wanted to talk about was, you know, uh, I, I never really understood why Google and Microsoft and all these people don't have a huge participation in forums. You know, like, you would think that these companies that have all these staff members, I mean, yeah, there's Google guy, you know, and 
other stuff, but they, they answer like one in 90,000 questions. And, and they usually only answer when the, when the answer is really clear-cut or something like that. I mean, they don't really get into anything that's nitty-gritty. And I never really understood that until auction ads. And I tried to answer some people's questions, and oh, my God, it was like people just take what you say, and basically it's a mistake to, to try to – I mean, it, it is really a huge liability. And now I understand. I mean, you know, auction ads is just me and Dave, and, um, and, and basically, like, we – you know, I go to Digital Point because it's where I read. But all these other – there's been, like, there's a guy who started a, an auction ad dedicated forum. And, I mean, there's about 15 forums that have an auction ad section. And on Digital Point, like, nine people have suggested there be one. And I'm like, Sean, who owns Digital Point? I'm like, please, no, please, no, you know. Because, I mean, the thing is, is peop- we have support in place, and we- we've actually just hired another person to help with support uh, issues. And so when the thing is, when you post in a forum, the pe- people will read that. weeks. And when you change stuff, you change terms of service, you change whatever, you know, those things change, and the forum will always stay. And so now I see why all these companies, you know, don't post in forums. And I mean, they have staffs of people. We just have two. Well, you oh, know, yeah. the disclaimer Basically. at the bottom saying, hey, subject to change or something like that, or, hey, we may change, so, I don't know, it's legal terms, but... Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, though, is I want my forum experience just to be fun. and That's true. You know, and, it, but the, and the thing is, like, I mean, I could change my signature to say something like, anything I say, you know, go to auctionads.com, but it's like, you know, that's not all I do. And for the most part, it's like, when I go to forums, it's more for a fun experience and... I, like, maybe want to learn some more stuff, you know, and or see what other people are doing or saying. And, you know, I don't really want to answer or support questions. I mean, we have people in place for that. So, yeah, uh, and, and uh-huh. I don't care if you want to talk on forums. They talk. I mean, people say good and bad stuff, you know, that will always happen, whatever. It's fine. You know, the funny thing is, is we find a lot of people who criticize auction ads either, you know, make nothing or, you know, they – they basically are they're confused about something and they quickly correct themselves. So it's kind of interesting, those regards. I mean, you really kind of see a lot of people for, you know, who they are. And a lot of people I thought were friends on forums and stuff were the first people to cry out and then were wrong and, you know, just weird stuff, man. It's, it's totally weird, totally weird stuff. I'm sure you see that. You know, what's going on with Crazy Egg, by the way? Nothing much, just... Cranking away, we're about to release the second version. Probably well, not about probably three, four months. Don't know what we're gonna call it, but uh, it's you know it's we're just continuing to hammer away. But yeah, we have the same problem with the form stuff, and not as bad as auction ads, but you know it's people are pestering. Well, money's us. involved. So. Yeah, exactly. When money's involved, shit always happens and stuff. Or we get people who are like, I paid for an account. Why can't I put JavaScript on my MySpace page? Or and they're like, why don't you guys have tracking that's HTML? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, sorry, we can't. You know, I'm like, here's your money. Call it a day. Yeah, but. yeah I mean, the unfortunate. I mean, like, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but I mean, with with auction ads, I mean, we have people that are earning money. So, you know, to the tune of almost a million dollars uh, a month now. You know, approaching that. So, whoa, you guys are almost at a mil a month. Yeah, almost getting there. So. You know, no turning back. We have twenty twenty one thousand four hundred and some users right now. You know, closing it. Actually, 
22,000, almost 22,000 users right right now, and it's up. It's amazing how fast the numbers just come in. And the more websites it's on, the faster we get more users. I mean, it's it's been uh, such an educational experience for me. You know, just like I've never done anything so open. Like where you know I've done I did next pin. I didn't really like to talk about that before. People would yeah. always bring it up, and I'd always get pissed because I just didn't like to talk about stuff because everybody stops what they're doing and only does what you do. Yeah. Well, and so it's like, and people just, you know, it just annoys the crap out of me. And then eventually I was like, you know what, whatever. And with auction ads, it's really been an experience for me because everything is out there. I mean, I have, I have no secret with auction ads. Everybody knows it goes through eBay. I run it, you know. We're, we're paying out everything that we get and hoping eventually we'll get a special tier or, you know, can work out something with eBay and be profitable. But, you know, I mean, we're not sure what the future holds for auction ads. So I Do you think guys still pay out everything you guys earn? What's that? Do you guys still pay out everything you guys earn or? We do. We do. And, and there's, I mean, you know, we always said six months we were going to reevaluate. And, you know, we, it's, it was, it's kind of a wild thing because, you know, we not only pay out 100% of what we get, but we also front that money for 20 days because we don't get paid until the 20th, right? Oh, fuck. But we pay out on the 1st. So we actually have to borrow. Yeah, I mean, I don't want really to go into month. it, but <laughs> as you can see, I mean, we have no room for fraud. I mean, we have to have be on our game with fraud detection and, you know, we, we kick out people every day that try stuff. And, you know, I mean, we just have no margin for any of that. So, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's been quite an experience. And we had an issue last month with reporting the last two days. And the problem is that we, we pay out on the first. So we had an, uh, an issue. It was like, okay, do we tell people we're not going to pay out on the first? And we're going to, because we have to wait until a third party gets their ass in gear, which I won't mention the company who gives us the reports, or, you know, do we, what do we do? And, um, you know, do, so we just decided, let's just pay, and then when we get it, we'll make another payment. So, because we were like, you know what, we say we're going to pay out on the first. I, I never want to be that guy who doesn't deliver, you know, what, what they say they're going to deliver. So, you know, people can say whatever, but we have always delivered when we said, we said we pay out on the first of the, every month, that's what we pay out. You know, whether or not we can continue to do that with other parties, you know, uh, involved, I mean, it just may not work. And, you know, it's, there's no, there's no uh, thing in our future right now to, that says we're going to switch that, but, you know, I mean, it, we'll just see. You know, hopefully eBay and, and stuff will, will work with us on, on trying to, to smooth that process out. So, time will no. tell. Time will tell. So, Dude, and, and at and some point, I mean, thing. we are going to have to be profitable. So, I'm going to have to figure something out eventually. <laughs> I mean, it obviously works. It's very cool. You know, we're driving a ton of new users to eBay. You know, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, we see it mentioned. I mean, my auction ads alert goes off ten times a day, you know, that people write about it and, and stuff like that. We're going to be in business week, I think, in two, two weeks nice. on their website and then in next month's magazine. So that's pretty good. We've got some other people. Um, Contact with Headline News has contacted me about being a regular contributor about online advertising, you know, being from auction ads, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I'm not sure how those things will pan out, but 
it's freaking been a crazy experience. You know, when you when you need to do it, you have is, this tight video of like hammers everywhere on the globe. Release that shit. Yeah, you know the crazy. Oh, the oh the hammers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. We you know what we we probably will release it. it. Once we verify there's no security risk or you know anything like that, but I mean it's awesome. I have it on my TV all the time, and it's so cool to see. We actually, for those who don't know, Deal Smack wrote a plugin. Uh, with Google Earth, that it actually shows a little auction ads hammer in the, in the glow on the world whenever somebody clicks on a auction ad, so you can kind of see all these little hammers all around the world. And I put it on my blog one time because I was going to make this really cool thank you for using auction ads video, but it just it looked like complete crap. So I never posted it on the official site. I put it on my blog though. So you can either go to YouTube.com/slash/shoemoney and find it there, or on shoemoney.com. All right, well, I don't know. What, what else have you been up to? What's going on in social media? What's hot right now? Um, let's see. And are you guys doing a show this week? Uh, no, we're not. I haven't had Man. time, dude. Too much traveling. You know, it's like I listen to your show, Dave Naylor's show, and you guys haven't been doing shows recently. No, we so haven't. Like my I haven't even been blogging. <laughs> it's, I, mean, I don't know, I don't know how you guys. get the time to blog every day and shit. I just doesn't work out for me. It's I'll, fun I'll and all, but I don't blog every day. I, I blog like when I'm on a plane, I'll write a bunch of topics and I'll like, I'll just start writing about something and if it comes naturally, I'll finish it. Otherwise, I just will save it and then someday I'll finish it. I've got, I've got at least 30 blog posts in my, in my drafts right now that are like, I wrote this one the other day that I'll probably publish tomorrow uh, about Freedom or security, which is basically, I think there's two kinds of people in the world. Those who want freedom, like those who have their own companies and want the freedom to make all the decisions in their company. And there's basically those that want security, like my wife. My wife works for somebody. She has some say, you know, an equal vote on things, but doesn't really have the ability to make a decision when it comes down to crunch time. And that's cool. I mean, she's, she's happy with it. I'm not that person. I mean, I could never... Be okay. I'm a control freak. I need to make the final call on everything. I mean, any company and partnership, I always own 51%, you know, whatever. Just I want the final say in everything. So, you know, I mean, just stuff like that. I mean, I write posts, and the blog, if it ever becomes work for me, I probably won't continue it. I mean, so far it's been, it's been fun, but, you know, I mean, I, I really don't. I mean, like this, the last couple of weeks I haven't blogged much because I just haven't been in town. So, no, I totally get what you're saying, and I know if you're you're thinking about doing a book, but from my experience, don't write a book. It takes up way too much of your time. Then you won't even be able to blog. Yeah, how far are you from finishing your blo- your book? Um, I'm halfway done, so hopefully it'll be out like in four months. But it's a pain in the ass to write. It's like, you know, on top of your workload and school and everything like that. I didn't think how much work it would be. I'm like, all right, cool. I already blog. You know. Take content from the blog, but it doesn't really work like that. So, right. And my my book that I've been working on is just just called Skills to Pay the Bills, and it's not really about making money online. It's more about life and just like my view on life, which is kind of out there. But I don't know if anybody would even care to read it. But I mean, I will have stuff about making money online, but it's more just, and I don't know if it'll ever get done. Because well, it's, well, it's so rare when I actually can work on it. But when I do, I usually pound out three or four pages, and I don't know. I'm up to I'm up to quite a bit of pages. I got everything laid out, and 
a lot of it is just you know life experiences because I've had a crazy life experience and just and just talking about how different experiences change you and just it's more like an outlook on life than than really I don't know I guess it's a combination of all things just like my blog my blog is not I mean probably one in every four posts is make about making money online the rest is just about other stuff so yeah knocked up review today I actually read that <laughs> those are actually my favorite posts to read the knocked up. Or like, you know how you did a review on the movie, Knocked Up? Yeah. So it's like, I actually like reading those posts more than, you know, about how to make money. Uh, that could just be me, but... Yeah, every, you know, no, I get that a lot. Like, I get so many people say to me, like, you know, the posts you write about your failures and when you used to be really fat and all those things when you admit your faults and you become human and you're not this guy who, like magically makes money that none of us can figure out you just like say hey i'm like that guy i freaking screwed up and they're like we like those the most i mean people all the time at conferences tell me that that you know i mean like sometimes i'll post something and i'll be like oh god this is bad and sometimes it's like Ugh, I, I lay it out there you know and bottom line is i, I at the bottom of the, the end of the thing i mean the blog is just still something i do for just to write my thoughts on stuff it's not not really a it's not nearly a primary source of income or anything like that you know it's just something fun and whatnot so anyway we're we've gone over about fifteen minutes so nice. <laughs> so everybody listening um if you made it this far congratulations <laughs> and uh we will hope uh, I don't think we'll see you next week because I'll be Saturday through Wednesday I'll be at Miami at the affiliate summit so if you're there come and say hi. I'll be speaking on a panel with Lee Dodd about how to make money on forums. And Lee is a freaking forum Jedi. Um, forums I recommend are the Wicked Fire Affiliate Forum, Digital Point Forum. Um, I think that's about it. So, all right, everybody. Neil, do you have any parting words? No, that's it. Thanks for listening. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.